Straw Hut Media. The year is 2006. Twitter launches, Lance Bass comes out as gay, Pluto is no longer a planet, Hannah Montana debuts on the Disney Channel, and Tad Fujikawa becomes the youngest person to qualify for the U.S. Open. The world of pro golf has never exactly been a beacon of diversity. The fact that it wasn't until last year that Tad became the first male pro golfer to come out as gay is evidence enough. Today, we're talking to Tad about the ups and downs of playing professional golf, what it was like to come out, and how his relationships with his family have changed since then. And we'll hear what the queer dating scene is like in some parts of Georgia. Spoiler alert, it's not ideal. I'm Levi Chambers, and this is Pride. What do you see when you picture a pro golfer? An old white man? Maybe a Republican? Polo shirts and khaki pants? My guest today is a golfer, and even though you'll see him on the green in his khakis and polos, he isn't just any golfer. Hi, my name is Tad Fujikawa. I am the uh, second youngest person to compete in the US Open, and I am the third youngest to make a cut on the PGA Tour. Uh, I am the first openly gay male professional golfer. Tad was just 15 years old when he competed in the U.S. Open, and even though a few years later someone younger qualified, at the time he was the youngest person to accomplish that. Six months later, he made the cut at the Sony Open in his home state of Hawaii. At that time, he was the youngest person in 50 years to make the cut on a PGA Tour. Then, in the summer of 2007, he went pro. So I was 16 when I turned pro, and um, you know it was a great experience. I had had a lot of opportunities to play in tournaments uh, all over the world, and, um, and to meet a lot of different people from different backgrounds. And it's been it's been a great journey. If you're not familiar with golf, the PGA Tour organizes the main pro golf tours throughout the U.S. and North America. Since Tad came out publicly last year, members of the PGA Tour have been actively working to be a little more vocal about the diversity in their ranks. During Pride Month this year, they featured interviews with other gay golfers like Greg Fitzgerald and Chris Noble about why LGBTQ representation matters in pro golf. But this development is pretty new. Tad chose to come out on World Suicide Prevention Day in 2018, after battling anxiety and depression for years. Um, so I struggled for a long time, uh, with my sexuality. I probably when I was about 16, 17, um, you know, that's kind of when the thoughts started, started creeping in. Um, obviously I was very occupied with, with golf and and traveling and everything like that. So, um, it was, it was very easy for me to kind of push, push that issue aside, and then uh, when I finished high school, I moved to Georgia. Um, I was 18. And when I did that, that's really when I started figuring out kind of who I was. My mom moved up with me. And after a few years um, of being up here, uh, I, you know, I came to terms with, with who I was and um, 
2015 i i came out to my mom and it was it was tough it was tough i i really pushed a lot of it aside i didn't um you know i didn't really want to admit it and but overall it was it, it was a long long process for me to to accept who i was and at the end or probably beginning part um of last year i knew that i needed to come out and i was just kind of waiting for the right time and about the middle of the year i wrote in my notes in my on my phone um kind of a long like coming out uh message and it basically stayed in my phone for like a month or two um before i actually had the guts to post it but at that time you know when i came out which was september you know i was just at the point where i was just ready to do it and i felt i felt okay with myself and that was kind of a big part of it um i had come out to my family the rest of my family just like an hour or two prior to posting that on social media and uh, and and once i did that and and kind of had their support and acceptance um i i felt like that's all i needed i didn't really care about anyone else or or what their opinion of me was um so when i posted on social media my my family didn't really want me to but i felt like that was that that was a part of my way of of giving back and um i i just wanted to help people uh that were in a similar situation because i know for me how difficult it was and um and i know you know when going through my lowest times how much seeing other people you know be authentic and and visible how much that helped me get through my my toughest times and you know i i wanted to be be that for other people and and to to be able to help help them as well everyone's coming out story is a little different sometimes it's easy and sometimes it's not so easy as we move into a more inclusive future we start to wonder will we get to a place in society where queer public figures no longer need to come out um i i just feel like you know we we feel the need to come out and because because we view ourselves as as wrong or different um and i feel like that's that shouldn't be necessary um you know i hid my sexuality for a long time because i was afraid and i didn't know what people would say i didn't want anyone really to think um negatively of me and and that's you know i think when coming out that that was like a scary part of it you know i feel like we need to get to a point where coming out isn't a thing and it's not needed and we can just be us we can be who we are and we can love who we want to love and and that's it you know um you know when you see uh straight people um you don't like they don't have to come out so what makes us any different from them and for me that that's the biggest 
that's my biggest issue with coming out. Um, and I, I don't know if we'll ever get to that point. Um, but I sure hope that, you know, we, we as a community can just be accepting and, and supportive of each other, um, regardless of, of our sexual orientation or, um, you know, sexual preferences. And, uh, you know, that's my hope. Um, but like I said, I, I, I don't know if we'll ever get there. But um, but I hope we can because uh, I I feel like everyone deserves to to have that opportunity and and to not be afraid of uh, of being being ourselves. For now, we know that when people like Tad come out publicly, especially in industries historically lacking diversity and inclusion, people both young and old throughout the country are inspired. And looking at the life and career of Tad Fujikawa, it's easy to be inspired. Not only is he the first openly gay male pro golfer, but he's also open about his struggles with mental health. You know, from 2011, basically, uh, for about five, about six years, um, I just really struggled with with uh, my golf um, and my my mental health, and it it just it really. It, it was really a tough time, um, you know, 2013, 14, 15, um, 16 was, uh, was really, really difficult for me. That was probably my lowest times as far as my career. Um, I wouldn't say a specific, specific, uh, time, but, um, th- th- that period was, was really difficult for me. Um, I went through, uh, I went through a lot of, a lot of stuff mentally that, that, um, that I had to work through. Uh, it, it was, it was tough. I, I had a, I had kind of a, a mental block, um, as far as my golf and I couldn't like, I couldn't physically hit the ball. So I, uh, I would like try to swing and I would get to the top of my swing and I would like freeze. Like I couldn't, I couldn't swing down. Um, a lot of people don't really know that, <laughs> but I went through that for like for a couple of years, but Tad made it through. In 2017, he had his first win in seven years at the Hawaii State Open. Now, Fujikawa, who's been living in Georgia for the past few years, found success again back here in the 808. Tad became the youngest golfer ever to qualify for the U.S. Open back in 2006 at just the age of 15. This week, joined some Hawaii elites like Dean Wilson, Kevin Hayashi, and David Ishii as multiple Hawaii State Open winners. That was something that, you know, I knew for me personally, if I made it through that, um, you know, I, I can get through anything and, uh, it, it was tough, but, um, but after, you know, coming through, you know, going through that and then coming out on top, um, in that, that tournament that I played in and won, uh, you know, it was very, very gratifying, um, just to know that, to, to see where I was at, at a certain point and, and to know that, Hey, I still, you know, I, I still got it and, um, you know, I had a lot of self-doubt and a lot of fear, but, um, but yeah, I mean, it was, uh, that was probably one of the most, most meaningful moments of, of my career. Um, at the time, I mean, it was, it was pretty special. Uh, a lot of people still remember that and, uh, it, it's always nice, you know, when, when people bring that up, cause obviously it's good memories for me. In a minute, we'll hear more about two aspects of Tad's personal life. 
On one side, his relationship with his parents, and on the other, his dating life. Let's start with parents. Tad has a very close relationship with his mom, and she has been, and continues to be, a source of support in his life. Coming out to her was a big step, and it was long overdue. Yeah, yeah, it's, you know, it's it's funny because it, it's always been, um, she's always been with me, like, ever since I was a little kid. You know, we've always done stuff together, and uh, she's always, you know, I've always been able to just talk to her about everything. And then, like, with my sexuality, it was, like, really, really difficult um, to tell her anything. And I, I just, like, shut down for a long time. Um, I didn't want to tell her anything. And and I, I felt like I couldn't, you know. Right. And uh, after, after coming out and even even after coming out, um, it was really hard. Like, I didn't, I didn't talk to her about anything, like, anything about my sexual, you know, sexual life or... Um, you know dating or or anything like that and um you know it it was really hard because like i wanted to tell her because she's like you know my best friend i'm always with her but um but it was it was hard and uh recently it's been been getting easier and she's always been you know one of my biggest supporters and and i i know for a fact like without her being here with me um i wouldn't i wouldn't have continued golf um I don't know if I ever would have came out in the way that I did, and um, and uh, yeah, I'm just I'm just thankful for for having her, you know, in my life. Through tough times with his father as a child, and the ups and downs of a professional golf career, she's been there. Basically, until I was 18, yeah, about 18, um, my dad uh, had used. Um, and sold drugs and he was around but he was not around so he was kind of in and out of my life um, of our life my mom and I um, honestly he was I, I think he was as good of a, a father could be uh, given his, his situation um, but uh, but that really had a lot to do with with who I was and um you know I I hid I hid that part of of me and my life um through my successes and that was kind of my driving force uh for being being a good kid <laughs> and 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 being being a good person and and trying to um I guess trying to show the world that that uh that you know, I basically um, that didn't that didn't affect me, and and, and no, no one really knew about it um, until all of that stuff came out in the news. <laughs> but uh, but no, I I hid that part of myself for a long time, and you know, I used I I tried to be perfect to to hide that, and um, I did a pretty darn good job of it. You know, uh, you know, I had a lot of success, and, and no one really really knew about it. Even though their relationship is complicated, Tad said that coming out changed things for the better. It, you know, it was funny. I've always felt like there was a wall between us. Um, I think mainly because we never saw eye to eye on a lot of things. 
and uh and I had a lot of resentment towards him um you know just for putting my mom and I through uh, you know a, a lot of the the stuff that that comes with with uh with drug use and stuff but it was it was really nice like he was very supportive uh, very accepting and um when I came out uh I felt like this wall between us just kind of just kind of was broken down like instantly um it, it was really it was really strange i mean i wasn't with him in person um i, I called him over the phone and uh, and told him but it, it was like since that time of coming out i just i felt like so much more open with him and i think he's been so much more open with me as well um and our relationship has gotten it, it's taken like a total turn like a 180 and it's it's insane um how different it is uh you know how we're able to talk about things and obviously we don't see eye to eye on, on a lot of things still but uh but for the most part um it's gotten gotten way way better after high school tad moved to georgia to continue pursuing his golf career the cost of living was low it was easy to travel his golf instructors were there and there were a lot of tournaments when he moved to georgia in 2009 there were plenty of good reasons to choose the Peach State. But since then, one thing he hasn't found in Georgia is a large LGBTQ community. So I had read that you hadn't dated anyone when you first came out. How has that been? Um, actually, I have. I, I've date, like, I dated before um, I came out like publicly. Um, but it wasn't like nothing was really serious. Um, I had a couple of like short term relationships um and uh but other than that like haven't really dated hardly at all and even since coming out haven't dated too much um I don't know it, I think it's a part of like my lifestyle and it's also like a part of where I live like I live kind of in a part where there's like no gay community so <laughs> it's really difficult um and it's it's been tough i mean i i do want to like get into the dating scene but at the same time i don't want to like force myself into it um you know i just kind of want to let it come to me at this point because i'm just tired of like trying so um i don't know my i i i'm taking it as it comes but um I don't know. I may have to move soon because where I live is not uh, not ideal for that. For so that you're sort not of thing. dating an- anyone right now? Um, no, not really. It's uh, it's it's been pretty. Uh, <laughs> it's been a long winter. <laughs> dating can be tough no matter where you live, but living in the South adds a whole new layer of difficulty. So, I'm still a virgin, but I consider myself like half a virgin because i've done like some stuff but i just haven't done like all of it so i don't know if that counts because i don't know so i i consider myself like half um because i've done like oral but i (laughs) haven't done like intercourse so um that was very uncomfortable but (laughs) (laughs) you made it through it though i'm still alive so (laughs) Honestly, I've waited this long and um, the hookup thing is not really my, uh, it's not, I, I don't, I don't enjoy it. Um, like, I don't, I don't like the feeling of it. So 
Um, I just, that's just not my thing. So <laughs> I'm, uh, hopefully I can just like, someone can just come out of nowhere and just sweep me off my feet. And then that'll be like my fairy tale ending. But <laughs> I'm not holding my breath on that one. <laughs> so you're waiting for Prince Charming. Okay. So, so if there's any like takers out there, like hit me up on like any of my social media accounts. Cause it's, uh, all is uh, fair game right now. <laughs> so, listeners, you heard it here. Slide into those DMs. Yes, please do. Please do. <laughs> yeah, so Instagram or Twitter is good. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting with us today. No, thanks for having me. It was, it was, very, uh, it was very fun, and uh, I may have shared a little bit too much about my personal life, but it's okay. <laughs> Hey, I have a feeling people are going to slide into your DMs. So there you go. Who knows? Maybe you're out there listening from Georgia and you want to shoot Tad a message on Instagram. I'll write a little dating profile for him right now. Tad Fujikawa, age 28, amazing golfer, strong family values, super cute, and low-key changing the world. Thanks for listening. Pride is brought to you by Straw Hut Media. If you like the show, leave us a rating and a review on Apple Podcasts. Share us with your friends, subscribe, and all that good stuff. You can find us all over your socials, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Pride. You can follow me at Levi Chambers. Pride is produced by me, Levi Chambers, Maggie Bowles, and Ryan Tillotson. Edited by Sebastian Alcala. 